You know, last week I told you about the, the Rogers Giant Lottery Plan. Well, that's received endorsement. It's beyond any expectations that I possibly could think of. You know, there's uh, bills in Congress now to carry on and legalize lotteries. And I received a wire this week from a congressman friend of mine who wants a copy of my plan to read into congressional record. I feel pretty good about that. That's the highest praise that a humorist can have, is to get your stuff into congressional records. <laughs> just think, just think, my name will be right in there alongside of Huey Long's and all those other big humorists. And uh, you see, ordinarily, you got to work your way up as a humorist and first get into Congress. And uh, then you work on up into the Senate. And then if your stuff is funny enough, it goes into the congressional record. But, as an, but for an outsider to get in there as a humorist without having served his apprenticeship in either the House or the Senate, well, that's, I, I'm not bragging, but by golly, I feel pretty big about it. Huh? <laughs> did I ever tell you, I don't know whether I did or huh? not, did I ever tell you about the first time I ever had any of my stuff in that daily? Uh, well, I'd written some fool thing, and it pertained to the bill that they was arguing, or that they was kidding about, rather. So some senator read my little article, and anything that a senator reads goes into the record. So, well, another senator rose and said, you know, and as they always do, if you've ever seen them, does the gentleman yield? They always say that, but they call each other gentlemen in there. Uh, but the tone, the tone that they put on the word, it would be more appropriate, you know, the way they can say gentleman, you know what I mean? It would be, it would sound right if he come right out and says, does the coyote from Maine yield? You know what I mean? You know, that's about the way it sounds, you know? Uh, and then the man says, I yield, you know, or if he don't, the other guy will keep on talking anyhow. And uh, so the coyote from Maine says, I yield <laughs> to the polecat from Oregon. <laughs> you know, well, anyhow, uh, <laughs> that's the way they do. They're very polite in there. And, uh, <laughs> but I must get back to my story. When, the, when this senator read my offering, uh, the other senator said, after all the yielding was all over, and the other senator said, he, uh, he says, I object, I object to the remarks of a professional joke maker being put into the congressional record. You know, meaning me, see? <laughs> Taking a dig at me, see? See, they, they, they didn't want any outside fella contributing. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, he had me wrong. Compared to them, I'm, no, I'm an amateur. <laughs> and, the thing, and the thing about my jokes is they don't hurt anybody. You can take them or leave them, you know what I mean? But with Congress, every time they make a joke, it's a law. Uh, you know? And... I never... <laughs> and every time, and every time they make a law, it's a joke. <laughs> Bill, do you know what makes more noise than a cat meowing outside your window? Ooh, a lot of options I could go there, but I probably won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a cat meowing out my window. Outside your a window. A dog barking, dog barking under your bed? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seven cats meowing Seven cats. outside that your window. <laughs> I've actually had seven cats meow. And it depends what window. those cats are doing outside of your window. Because I remember as a kid, I, would, I, you know, these cats were sounding horrible. And I, th I said, Mom, they're killing each other. And she's like, mm. She's like, no, they're not killing each other. But, you know, anyway, it's I digress. Something else, Something else Billy. going on. Something else in the air. Something else in the air. Love in the air. Yeah. 
Well, it is funny. I I, I gained uh, I gained I lost a cat and gained a, a, a puppy, and then I lost a puppy and gained a cat back. Well, <laughs> and you didn't exactly lose him. He he, I didn't. he he put his little he put his little uh, knapsack over his stick and walked and walked <laughs> around did. the corner <laughs> to your sister and brother in law's house. Yeah, I got a puppy a few weeks ago, and he was just adorable. He's just a wonderful little hound dog. My friend Liz found for me. And uh, we were having a good time at the old house, and then he just, uh, like you said, Hasta la vista. packed his bag and took off to my sister's Hasta house. Hasta la vista. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'll, I'll write you. <laughs> yeah. She's just down the hill. from. We're, we all live on a compound, a family mm. compound. It's a good compound. It is a good compound. Not one of those bad kinds. That's right. It's, I've been there. It's totally, totally good. But yes. anyway, when I got him, uh, I had a wildcat outside who left because the dog was around. And uh, now the dog's left and the wildcat's come back. The cat said, so. I think I'll come on back now that the threat's gone. There's some gone. kind of equilibrium that's going on at my house with the, with <laughs> right. the pets. Coming, comings and goings. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. And I kind of miss Radar the puppy, but I just have to go over the hill to see him. Go over the hill. He, yeah. Maybe he comes for visitation occasionally. I don't know. He hadn't been back. Since. That's kind of a fickle puppy. I need <laughs> it to, so I've, met, I've met Radar. I need to talk to him. I was yeah. out there playing fetch with him with the tennis ball, and he was bringing it back to me. And then like the third or fourth time, he just looked at me and then he just took off up the hill like, with the ball in his mouth and I'm never done, came back i'm done with you <laughs> i'm gonna quit you i'm going over here yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't i wasn't exciting against the two dogs that oh they my. have at their house that's you know kind of bruises your heart a little bit like hmm I'm sorry. So we're actually not talking about cats or dogs no, today. No, <laughs> no. The truth about cats and dogs is not on our discussion list. Um, right. But that was a, a joke. Uh, that was my joke about a window because we are going to talk about windows. Windows. And other things and, and other opportunities. Windows and opportunities. We even have grape juice that with the, and the bottle says <laughs> flew the coop with a – uh, torso and a, and a and a cage as a head, so yeah. we're on a theme. Yeah, of uh, going out, going flying out. away. Yeah, yeah, uh, opening unexpected opening, avenues of exca- of escape. Yes, opening a portal and a escaping portal. through it, and time travel and that sort of thing. So it's wacky poem life. Yes, I'm Sean. Hello. I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we forget to introduce ourselves, <laughs> we are from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. World That's famous. where we're recording every week. Yes, yep. world famous yep. and. Uh, I, I founded this museum, and I run it, and uh, Bill's one of our board members, and he's a poet and an artist, and he just agreed to do this podcast and with I'll me over you, a year ago. I'm going to give you a $20 bill for saying that as soon as this <laughs> podcast is truth. over. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we had our celebration anniversary, one-year anniversary, a couple episodes ago. It's hard We're to believe. we 54. It's hard to believe. I know. Yeah. That's a big Slipping number d- when you think about it. It is a big number. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of talking, a lot of gabbing. Yeah, we got a yeah. lot to squawk about, yeah, we, it seems like. We sure like. do. <laughs> yes, we do. Whether people want to hear it or not, we're squawking about it. <laughs> and we like to, uh, what we're doing is we like to, to spread the word of poetry and the fact that everybody has something in them that is desirous of poetry. Mm-hmm. That there is poetry that exists in all of us. We all need it, whether we know it or not. Whether we love poetry, are indifferent to it, or even hate it, mm-hmm. there's something for you in poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and we try to keep it light, so that's where the wacky comes from here. And we just usually take a poem that someone has left in the museum 
or just some line they've written or even a word and uh, talk about it mm-hmm. on this podcast. And the poem we're going to discuss today sort of fell in our lap. It's a friend yes. of a friend of yours and mine mm-hmm. and uh, um, someone who is a colorful character around here who we love dearly. Yes. And, you know, you had sent me to look for a poem in the museum here last week, and I didn't find anything that really struck my fancy. And this sort of fell in our lap mm-hmm. at our exercise class, which you're going to discuss, and from our friend Sandy. And we didn't block it or punch it. We didn't block it or punch it, it or, 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 or um, skin its shin, <laughs> you know, do a romp stomp on it. None of that stuff. So the, the, the museum, we try to do a lot of things that will reach a, a lot of different people. We like to be a community organization. One of the things that we've been doing for quite some time now is a martial arts and more class. We have a seventh degree black belt, a wonderful man here, Master Paul Flaherty, mm-hmm. who has been leading us in – just, you know, breathing and stretching exercises, self-defense moves, yeah. uh, a form is called Chanji, yeah. Heaven and Earth. And um, he was trained here by a local uh, master uh, named David Fishinghawk, who uh, died a few years ago, was a wonderful man also. And um, so we've been having these classes, and we do a little poetry with mm-hmm. each class, too. It's fun. And boy, that guy, is, Paul, is flexible and strong. I'm amazed. He is awesome. I and am if amazed. You all, if you all live anywhere nearby, this is an ongoing class. It's free of charge. It's on Monday and Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, down at the downtown stoplight. There's a little outdoor courtyard. Just meet us down there. A lot there. of folks might have seen us out there doing our stretches yes. and kicks. and Because so, we, get, we get a lot of rubbernecking going <laughs> yeah. on. But the poem we're doing today is you know you, we take a you have a little booklet and there's a letters of the alphabet and you want us to write a poem based upon this class and the alphabet and this was letter o for sandy and uh-huh. sandy burford sandy burford mm-hmm. and she wrote a, a poem that uh, we both were just kind of like well br- good job we like yeah, this she read it to start our exercise and it just stuck in my head yeah it is it was stuck in you asked me about it and i thought yeah. let's go for it yeah. you know so i'd like to read it yes I've letter O. Letter O. Letter O by Sandy Thompson Burford. One day to look, look out my window, to look and engage. Opportunity lies within, in your soul, and outside your window. Open the window and crawl outside. Yeah. I I I've good job. Brought, we, Sandy. I think we applauded. That's us applauding this last week. We did. Um, Yeah, it was uh, unexpectedly poignant. I I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And her, um, Sandy, is writing, writing more and more all the time, and uh, she's just getting, uh, she's just really honing her poetry chops. That Mm -hmm. is for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I love a lot of things about this in terms of its, of course, its message of just, just get out. And the fact that even if you're what you're doing is crawling out a window, do it. Get out that window. Don't just look at the view outside. Right, right. Yeah. You know, uh, escape your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote the fact that uh, it was an unorthodox exit. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Anyone can go out of a door, crawl yeah. out that window. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to. Sometimes that door is locked. Remember that episode a few few oh yes 
God. But you you didn't crawl. You fell out. That was not graceful. <laughs> no, it I'm wasn't. Kidding. I'm kidding. I and locked you, myself in a room, if y'all didn't listen to the episode, where I was sitting yeah. here being sore and grouchy. Fall out I, the window. I locked myself in a room, and I had to crawl out Cut the window. Cut yourself. Bruise yourself. <laughs> Miss that chair, you know. But I had a massage the other day, because I think a lot of my problems the last few weeks has been that. Because crawl. of that. Yeah, falling yeah. out that window. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see a new perspective when I did that, so that was interesting. Yeah, look at the sky from the ground, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so this she wrote for, in our ABC book, she's up to O. Everybody's kind of on a We're different, on different letter. letters, which I kind of, is kind of funny and yeah. poignant and odd. I don't know what I'm on, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, so it has all these wonderful O words in it, and it also has a, a lot of uh, just um, assonance, the technique of assonance with that. Because even though we have these uh, alliterative words like one and opportunity, open, out, outside, mm-hmm. she also has words in here like to, look, window, so. And so there's a lot of that repetition of the O, mm-hmm. which I think gives the whole poem a resonance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's even in the, the word window, which is repeated. And then, uh, you know, that makes it even, the window even stands out. So this window is, you know, it's symbolic. hmm um, within, in your soul, and outside your window. I loved in, how you read that, by the way. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Within, in your soul, and outside your window, in and out, mm-hmm. inward and outward. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, putting thoughts to paper, poetry, is um, a way to work through many things. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's therapeutic on a lot of levels. You know, like I've told you, when something affects me, I ruminate on it, and I feel like I need to regurgitate it—not mm-hmm. literally, of course, but on paper. And, and you're right, <laughs> you know. And just uh, uh, hopefully, I, I want to. I, usually, I want to convey emotion. Sometimes I do. Sometimes it, it hits. Sometimes it doesn't. It lands. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does not. But um, I've had a few of those situations where I wanted to get it out and communicate. Mm-hmm. And and um, you know, when it conveys emotion. Many times it is because it has touched people on both a a literal and a you know a literal level and also on a metaphoric level. Meaning, you have used enough imagery that you can grab a hold of so that the reader can picture it. But then there's also this inward tug. So that's kind of what the the martial arts and more class is about too. We mm-hmm. are definitely working on our physical. Selves. Yes. But there's so much mental um, exercise going on at the same time, oh, yes. especially when we do the Patuan Sin, mm-hmm. where we're doing the breathing exercises. And this poem is about that, too, is that, you know, there are things that the opportunity, you can feel them inside yourself, as Sandy says, in your soul. So there are opportunities inside. But if that's all you focus on, you're missing out, you know, mm-hmm. on half your life because there's opportunities outside mm-hmm. the window, too. You know, as Paul says, bow to the light that is within you. Yes, yes. I, I've, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And But uh, back to your point, um, crawling out the window, going out that door, I was mm-hmm. I wanted to discuss that a little bit. Um, for, a lot of, for a lot of people, that is not the easiest thing to do, to exit your safe space, to mm-hmm. go out there and to uh, make that attempt or try that – pursue that uh, mm-hmm. that situation or mm-hmm. that. It's not the easiest thing to do. They yeah. have, have you ever had a time when you thought you wanted to leave your house and you thought, no, I don't, I, I'd rather stay in. Mm-hmm. But then you push yourself, no, I need to go out. Oh, and yeah. It, There's a lot of times. And it's yeah. not it's not to the point of agoraphobia, agoraphobia no. but it is just um, 
oftentimes it's not an easy decision mm-hmm. to exit, mm-hmm. to engage, because sometimes we don't feel like peopling. You know, we just don't feel true. like we don't feel like it. That's true. You know, for example, you we know, got my, used to it during the pandemic. If not, we certainly did. Yeah, but uh, we, we're so used to um, be, being in defense mode. My eBay account was hacked, and I'm and I'm having to try to get this refund. I thought, what in the heck? And then we got word that, uh, um, you know, the mortgage situation might have been compromised. So we're having to do this uh, Experian, Equifax, uh, you know. Always put on your padding and your shield and so forth. So yeah. you want to keep people out. So going out uh, is is you're t- exposing yourself. You're exposing yourself, mm-hmm. and oftentimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's you're like, why do they ever ever leave the house today? <laughs> you know, but most of the times it's worth it. It is, yeah. And I and I have to remember that too every time I go out because oh, I don't really want to go to this event or whatever it is and blah blah blah. But once you're there, and you're then like, after it's over, I'm glad I went. Oh, I'm you know? so glad I went. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have this talk with you that whole time. Yeah. But the the thing also I like about this window uh, thing is that my lover, the online etymology <laughs> dictionary, what yes. he tells me, yeah. uh, window means it literally means breath door. Breath door. Oh, awesome? I like that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, as it comes from, um, well, in the old Norse, it also literally means wind eye, wind mm-hmm. eye, e y e. Because the first part of window is from the from vind meaning wind, and aga meaning eye. Um, and the Proto Indo European root for it ok, means to see, mm-hmm. but it's like eye hole, eye door, or like I said, breath door. Breath door. Yeah. You know that's a, I I I imagine Melissa Etheridge's song. Come through my breath, <laughs> breath door. door. <laughs> Crawl inside, which I love that song. I love that. When you say it like that, that, that's a right. That's true. Sean, why did you go there? But that's romantic song. I want to get back to Sandy real quick. Okay. When we when we were first when we were looking at uh, property in Locust Grove back in the early two thousands. Yes, Sandy. Sandy is a realtor and she's also a wonderful hairdresser. And I see these are things I didn't know. She probably does makeup as well. I didn't even know that. But you know, we were we were at the chamber. We were at the. um, d- down at what the now, is now the LGAA. Uh-huh. And, and Arts Alliance building. Yes, uh-huh. and we were looking around, uh, uh, and this woman was there, and she introduced herself. Her name was Sandy, and she said, well, welcome to the community, and here are some, I think, pamphlets, and she gave us a business card. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this woman is very – I don't know if she even, even remembers this. This is back in 2006, maybe, 06. Wow, yeah. And I, I remember I thought, she's really friendly. And I wonder <laughs> if everyone's like that. I thought this is really uh, a woman who really is on the ball, and yes. you know, here we are, full circle. Now she's a, a, a friend of mine that I, I, yeah. I really like very, very, very yes. much. You know, uh, just makes me laugh. Yes, you know, yeah. just makes me laugh. You know, showed up to class with a mustache. You know, <laughs> I said, you know, did you not? Did you not? You know, need to go to the beautician or something? <laughs> well, I posted a picture of her on Facebook the other day too when she came to WordFest this year. She came as Ernest T. Bass. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, recited, sang, really, old Aunt Mariah for us from the Andy Griffith show. She was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and right. she is. She's a very giving person. She'll do anything for the community. 
Um, she has a lot on her plate. You know, sometimes we say, Sandy, she'll do anything for you if she mm-hmm. remembers. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And, you know, and, and that's an, an honest situation. It is. You know? Yeah. I've driven by the museum here, and I've seen her out watering in, she in the She waters months. my plants, yes. And she has cleaned in the museum a lot of times and vacuums and does bend overs that I can no longer do. This <laughs> was like, Sandy, can you pick that up off the floor? Because it's going to take me a while to bend down that far and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Just someone who is a helpmate, helpful. Yeah, so yeah. the idea of opportunity and the way that she describes it in this poem is a, it's a, it's a really great description of her. And it's a good reminder, I think, to people to, to realize that if you're, especially if you, if you feel like you're a, a little closed in, or if you're just not happy, um, is it because you're feeding both? You're not feeding both that inner world, and that outer world, where you're participating mm-hmm. and with others. Sandy has practiced what she has preached. She has qua- crawled outside of her window many times. Yes. So I li- I really like that. Mm-hmm. You've done this. You speak from experience. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to follow your example mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and another thing that, that I like poetry-wise about this poem is the way it begins. Because she says, one day to look. And it immediately makes me wonder, why is there only one day? Maybe you have to analyze the situation and decide what you're going to do. Stay inside or go out that window. Mm-hmm. You have one day to look and think about this. I'll give you that much time. So but it's an urgency kind of thing. It's an thing urgency. You know, you, you only have, yeah. you, you know, one day, you know, you know, to 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 a butterfly, one day is like seven years. Yeah, you know, time is relative to to whatever creature you are, I suppose. But I I didn't notice that. Yeah, I did not notice that. So well, and it just makes me wonder why why just one day? And that's like you're right. It's the it's the urgency of it. It's don't delay. Um, just get out that window. Yeah, yeah. And well, it might be, and the idea, like you said, of using a window instead of a door to go out because it's. Um, well, you might have to climb down a tree. Yeah, we don't well, know, or just fall into the Rosa Sharon bushes, which is what I did. <laughs> I was going to say, or fall out your window like you did. You know, luckily Rosa Sharons are very indestructible. You can you can hardly can't kill them, yeah. so they'll they'll be fine. You yeah. know. <laughs> but like I said, poetry is, is it, it can be therapeutic. Yeah. And I, you know, I look forward to more of Sandy's. You know, now that we know she's let us in on her, yeah, ability to get us, you know, talking about it, we're going to ask for more of these, yeah, pearls of wisdom to con- continue with our ABC book. And this ABC. is actually a, an activity I think I might do with the. Uh, I've been teaching some alternative ed students over in Mustang, Oklahoma, and uh, I go over there once a week, and we do a little writing and a little art, and I think I'm going to have them do a little ABC book. Yeah. Because those are ancient. They were originally called horn books because they were written because these were little books made on a piece of uh, horn. Uh, they were alphabet books oh, on a piece of horn okay. that children had. Okay. And um, so there's a there's a long tradition of them dating back many centuries, and uh, it's a it's a neat idea because you can do an ABC book about anything. Yeah. You know, in our martial arts arts class, we're focusing on things like we focus on in the class, but it'd be yeah. about anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. And you know, on on the subject of revealing, you know, uh, and giving pearls of wisdom, a friend of mine uh, came up with a uh, wrote a poem recently on Facebook, and and um, they uh, lost their partner a year ago, uh, tragically quickly, and it's been a it's been a healing process. Um, they've decided to occasionally write, and I'm glad they're writing now. But this was on my Facebook feed this week, and I I thought I'm 
printing this up, and I'm, I've asked permission, permission, and they, lo- okay. they said I could share it. Let's hear it. I would like to read it. It's called the hu- My Human Side by Michael Iver. The words, they died of a broken heart, keeps ringing and ringing across my mind, ringing more and more cold, hard truth. I'm sorry people see my human side. My robot mind sometimes stops, led by sadness, gets me into trouble. I'm human. It sucks. I miss him, but I live on. My daily pill mellows my sadness. So people can stand me. It makes me feel numb sometimes. Sometimes anger wins. I'm trying to be okay, but sometimes I'm not. Hmm. So um, it just I, I thought this is fantastic therapy. Yeah. And I, I, I responded immediately to, to the post, and I said, uh, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. We can't always just be, oh, you know, it'll be fine. Yeah. You're fine. It'll be fine. Um, I just, I think that, again, this is a, a good way to work through things that are not easy to work through. Mm-hmm. Well, it, and it's on, It's he doesn't use that word, but it's on our theme too, Bill, because he's looking for the opportunity to uh, ex- explain to people how he feels and perhaps the opportunity for healing yeah. and uh, opportunity to uh, clarify what this loss has meant to him, right? And uh, yes. he's taken advantage of it, and that's like and Sandy, to share it. Too. Like Sandy says, opportunity lies mm-hmm. within in your soul, mm-hmm. and you know maybe outside sometimes with the comfort of other people or right. getting out in, into the world again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and that's getting out into the world when you write something like it's that true. and you share it. It is true. It's it's a risk, isn't it? It is. It's definitely. a big risk, you know, because you don't know whether people are going to say, "Oh, you know, I don't understand it." And then, mm-hmm. do you? Ha- I want to ask you: Do you have to explain something you've written if you feel like it's, it, it, it you know, it's. Sh- I don't feel like you should explain. It That's should... a good question because actually, Bill, thank you. Because when I I been to poetry readings, I really dislike. Uh, when poets explain, 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 and then read the poem. And and I tend to not do that at all. I tend to just read the poem because, yeah, I think it should. Because the explanation should come in what you understand it to be. Yeah, yeah. It'll be different for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think that I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't tell me what I, it means. Let me decipher, interpret, mm-hmm. you know. And I do a poem-a-day email list, you know, that's from uh, poemlife.org if anybody's interested in, in joining that. And I do start with a little, you know, little statement about where the poem came from. But it's not it's not necessary either. I just feel you like You know, I, I've subscribed of... to that for a couple of years now, or as long as you've had it, I think. Uh-huh. And I was wondering, I might have asked you this, are these poems – they're spontaneous for that particular day. It isn't like oh, almost gonna, always is yes. like because that makes them even better. Because <laughs> well, thank you. Because you you don't want to uh, say oh I'm going to put this on next Thursday's poem life post. <laughs> you want it to be no. spontaneous and 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 particular to that particular day and experience I do. and. Um, in fact, today's poem is about something that happened today too, and. I, I thought about him immediately, and then I also found this quote that he said, and it's, uh, today's Will Rogers' birthday. Okay. He's one of my very favorite Okies. Mm-hmm. He said, even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. Opportunity <laughs> rarely knocks on your door. Knock rather on opportunity's door. 
if you ardently wish to enter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not going to come knocking at your door. And there's that word. Or oppor- your window. And there's that word opportunity again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Opportunity. <laughs> Did you like how I it. went I into my it. Will Rogers voice? I, wanna, got, I was wondering why you had a lasso on your chair here. We're going to get some lasso in here in a minute. We're going to get some jumping through these ropes. Oh, but you know, it's his birthday today. And How old uh, would, he, would he have been, Sean? He, he, he only lived to be 55. Yeah. Yeah, but, why, but he probably would have been a hundred or so. I don't remember what year he was born. Eighteen okay. seventy nine. Oh yeah, or something. Okay. yeah. He died like because in he was in, he was in the Follies in the New York in yes. the thirties. You know, with the with the Follies girls, etc. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then died in that plane crash, which oh, I man. think was like thirty five. Mm. So it was. Yeah, he didn't have a long life, but he he made the best of his opportunities. That's exactly That's right. For sure. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I also like some of his other quotes. Never miss a good chance to shut up. <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. This is a good one, too. Diplomacy is the art of saying nice doggy until you find a rock. <laughs> I noticed that, you know, when we have a senator speak on, on television, you know, from whichever party, oftentimes they're in front of that large statue of Will Rogers. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that, you Who know. detested. Pro- yeah. Oh, probably so. Yeah. And, th- and that one of those shoes is just as shined as tight as it could be, you know, because, you know, for luck. Yeah. I he, noticed said, that. he said, I don't make jokes. I just watch the government and report the facts. <laughs> I don't need- it writes itself, folks. It writes itself. Yeah. So he he was a great quipper, you know. He was quite witty, um, but he had some excellent statements of the, the truth, too. He said, we will never have true civilization until we have learned to recognize the rights of others. Of others. Yeah. Yeah. Man ahead of his time. Absolutely. For sure. He said, there are three kinds of men. The one that learns by reading, the few who learn by observation, and the rest of them have to pee on the electric fence for themselves. And that, and that current will follow it right up and, and it'll give you as, as Sean almost falls out of her chair here. You know? Now, don't do that. You're sinking. Jeez. Now she's throwing things. Uh, the, uh, the microphone about fell on the... What am I doing? I'll carry, let me carry the show, folks, because she's on the floor right now. <laughs> well, you know, when you're passionate about what you're talking about, things Back just happen. My chair things just, just happen. I told Bill before we started recording, my she's chair sinking. has sunk, I'm but sinking. I'm not going to raise it because I'll start talking in the middle of the podcast and, and her the chin chair will, be on will the start ta- Her chin will be on the table before we know it. Instead of that, the back goes out on my yep. chair. You know, it ha- that has been the many happened to many, many people. About Will Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, I love Will Rogers and his home, his birthplace. You can go out to. Is That's it, Claire, is it, is it Claremore area or? Ulaga is just Ula, north oh, of Claremore. Ulaga. Yeah. His, right. The museum to him is in Claremore, Claremore. And his house at Dog Iron Ranch is just uh, just north of there in Ulaga, where he was born. It was Indian Territory then. And it is, it's a neat place to go out to on, um, you know, just any kind of day. But it's just, it's not at a dead end and. The lake, it just stretches. Ulagal Lake is really big, just stretches all around the house. And it's a tiny little house, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just a, a great view for you to stand there and contemplate opportunities. Yeah. He was very athletic. <laughs> he was very adept at, at roping and riding. Great, yes. And that matched his wit. Yeah. That was a really... Yeah. You know, a vibrant combination. Yeah. 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 He was a man. That's what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Very physical mm-hmm. and a lot of physical abilities, but, but mental abilities, too. Great mm-hmm. writer, a, you know, great comedian, mm-hmm. entertainer, and uh, but just had lots of lots of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I love Will And Rogers. asset to the state, mm-hmm. to the country. Yeah. Right. 
I also, um, about opportunity, I, I like, I really like this poem. It's kind of long, and uh, but I feel like I want to read it. Okay. Because it, it's about opportunity, and it's by a, a Hawaiian poet, Kathy Song, who still lives in in Hawaii. Uh, she's a wonderful poet. Been around a long time. She's published a lot of books, and it's called "The Wonderful Opportunity." Okay. May all beings, seen and unseen, be well, happy, and peaceful, including ourselves. May there be peace in the world, peace in our hearts, peace in our minds. May we use this wonderful opportunity of human life to awaken. May we be grateful for wisdom and compassion, this infinite boundlessness that surrounds us, waiting to be used by us to open our hearts and minds so that we may see things as they truly are, how brief our lives, how dependent upon others we are, And so with each act, may we bring wholesomeness, humility, and the courage to do no harm, not least of all to ourselves. As we journey through this life way, we move deeper into insight and see things as they truly are, this wonderful opportunity to awaken. May we be grateful for the teachers and all their guises who appear before us. May we love those who are hardest to love, including ourselves. May leaders who work for the peace of the planet step forward, and may we support them. May those who have gone before us rest in peace, rest in comfort, rest in joy, and may we remember to remember them. May the next life be a happy one. May we cultivate in our hearts, in our minds, here and now, here on earth, generosity, a land of plenty for all. May our wish for peace spread like a mother's soothing hand and reach the distressed, fevered places of the world and protect each child the right to be fed, to be sheltered, to be schooled the right to go to sleep without fear. May we journey safely, work contentedly, and return home to loved ones well and happy. May the path of forgiveness and acceptance be the path of peace, and may we find it. May we use this wonderful opportunity to awaken and together find true happiness, open spaciousness without borders. Amen and amen. Whoa, let's yep. drink to that. Drink, let's, cheers. Let's, let's cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers Woo, to that. Kathy's yep. song, The Wonderful Opportunity. Wonderful. Very, very Harjo-esque. Yes, yes. Is it that does a, is sound that a like word? a... Uh, you know, it it oh. is now. It mm-hmm. sounds like a Joy mm-hmm. Harjo poem yep. in its uh, generosity. Yeah. That's that's one of the, the main words I think of with, with both of these poets, Kathy's song and Joy Harjo. Yeah. And never, you know... Uh, uh, Powerful female mm-hmm. poets, yeah. and you know, may 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 individual and personal freedoms never be taken for granted because right. they could be snatched away in a heartbeat. Right. They should never be taken for granted. Right, and take nice. the opportunity to yeah. to do the best that you can with your life as it is now. And whoo, we're getting deep. We're getting we? deep. We're, <laughs> We're getting deep. It's a Friday. You know, we got our grape juice, and you know, and you've almost fell out of your chair, but you survived. So we're we're thankful for that. I'm sunk, and I have no backing on my chair I'm now. Sinking, but... I'm sinking. I'm <laughs> sinking. Well, it's uh, we aren't doing poetry court this week. We're gonna decide. We decided we're not gonna do that every week because I've got scars on my back. <laughs> I didn't, you know, honestly, I, I don't whooped. I don't quite believe Bill when I ask him if it's all right for me to be like uh, Judge Judy and Nancy Grace. I don't quite believe him when he thinks. They're mean. They're mean ladies. <laughs> I 
know, but Sean's so, not mean. So yeah, well, I, I, I need. She does it. get carried away. But she's I'm going to tone down the meanness every once in a while. <laughs> but what I did want to talk about a little bit was some things that we have upcoming at the museum. And um, so if you live anywhere in the area, we would love you to come or, you know, make a make a take a trip, take a weekend trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sisters have a little Airbnb house. that's just two blocks from the museum it would be a wonderful place for you to stay if you are from out of the area and want to come to an uh, event here. It's more reasonable than any hotel, and it is it is is meticulously appointed. I mean, it's a it's a visual feast. I've stayed there. (laughs) My sister came, and I stayed there. You know, because we got gabbing, and I just spent the night in one of the bedrooms. You know, yeah. Go to Airbnb and just look up Nettie's Nest and uh, Nettie's Nest in Locust Grove, and you'll see it. But uh, we have a celebration coming up. Celebration is a an event. It's an international event. It's started by the uh, Storytelling Network, World Storytelling, National Storytelling uh, Network in um, in the U.S. But it's usually people the uh, Saturday before Thanksgiving, they do a storytelling event. And we've had one at the museum since it opened. Uh, even before that, we had one going on with a, a local group here called the Green Country Storytellers that no longer exists. But it's November 19th from 6 to 7 p.m., and the person who is going to be the storyteller is yours truly. And I have, I'm planning my program, and I'm going to do a variety. It's going to be the variety show. I'm, oh, not, going nice. to do, I'm not going to do nice. rope tricks like Will Rogers, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do a lot of different things. Yeah. And it's going to be interactive. I'm going to tell stories. I've got some poetry. I've got uh, different uh, – I've got some music that's going to play, and so it'll be a fun celebration. Mm-hmm. And and these events are all on the museum website, rompoetry.com. Okay. Yes. And then the then I just found out uh, this morning that we're going to have an exhibit from the Oklahoma History Center in January or February of next year. It's called Outlaws and Lawmen. Outlaws and Lawmen. Outlaws yeah. and, you know – Good yeah. guys and bad guys. Yeah, and so it's a uh, it's photographs and it's information on all kinds of Oklahoma's infamous uh, criminals. Yeah. <laughs> there's no other way to yeah. <laughs> put it. And some of the law enforcement involved in uh, in uh, catching them or chasing them or shooting them down. There whatever some it colorful, may be. There were some colorful characters, weren't they? Sean? <laughs> there were yes. around this area. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be a neat exhibit. We're going to have a poetry contest where you write about an outlaw or a law enforcement person. And so that's coming up in January and February. And then in April, we're going to open an exhibit called Okla Poet Homa. Mm-hmm. And it is going to celebrate poets from Oklahoma. And if you are a poet from Oklahoma, you've published at least one book, we would love to have you in the exhibit. So go on nice, our website nice, and nice. see the information for that. Yeah. And we're going to put that up in April because April's National Poetry Month. And yeah. it is also when we have Wonder City Word Fest on April 15th. Yeah, the trees will be budding. Yeah. Hummingbirds are on their way back at that time. It's exciting. Yeah. Right. So right. that's just a lot of cool things that are coming up at the museum. And uh, so I hope you all can get involved in some way. Even if you can't come, go when I get the poetry contest information up, go and look at that. Maybe you can enter a poem. Yeah. Anyone can enter a poem in the um, in this outlaw and law enforcement uh, contest that I'm going to have coming up. If you're from Oklahoma, you can also enter the Oklahoma Poem Contest, and we give out those awards. At the those word, are always word fun fest. to read. Those yes. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very nice. So that's uh, that's what I got. That's what we got. That's what we got busy, going on. Busy. That's what we got going on. Busy as can be. I got another window joke. Uh oh. Oh yeah. no. I was driving by the Big Mac the other day uh, down oh, in McAllister. Oh, bi- oh, not that kind of Big Mac. No. The Big Mac. Ooh. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> Ooh. Thought you I thought it was McDonald's. I'm the sorry. Prison. The oh, okay. prison. Ooh. And uh, the other night, and uh, I saw a um, a midget climbing down from a window. Uh oh. Uh oh. I said to myself, that's a little condescending. It's a little condescending. (laughs) Out of the window. (laughs) That's uh, a. That's that's not very politically correct. Well, it it was a small person exiting the building. Exiting the building through the window. Yes, I understand what you mean. You know? Yes. Oh my! All right. Well, that's we're wrapping. That'll that'll wrap up episode fifty four. Fifty four. I think so. Fifty four. So, thank you all for listening and being with us, and um, we appreciate yeah. you. Comment. Share and the word. Share the word. Comment, and you know, cuss and discuss, and let us know what you think. All right. Yeah. Thank you all. Bye, See guys. ya.